This is your Sussex County chiropractor, Dr. Will Holdsworth from Pain Relief Chiropractic, and this podcast is called Lumbar Disc Herniation Size and Surgery. It stands to reason the more an intervertebral disc herniates, the more it will compress the spinal nerves, leading to a greater likelihood for surgical intervention. But what if that isn't the case? The current standard treatment for lumbar disc herniation involves first the initial use of non-surgical care for at least six weeks. If that fails, a surgical consult can be considered. Exceptions to this rule include the presence of a red flag or a dangerous, potentially life-altering or life-ending condition like infection, fracture, which would make that area unstable, cancer, and or cauda equina syndrome, which is when the cord gets pinched, altering bowel and bladder control, all of which are thankfully not common. In a study that involved 368 lumbar disc herniation patients who underwent at least six weeks of non-surgical care, researchers observed that 91.3% did not undergo surgery within the following year. A review of MRI findings of the patients who did versus did not have a surgical procedure showed no difference with respect to what percentage for the spinal canal was inhibited by the lumbar disc herniation. It was a 31.2% versus a 31.5%, very little difference. The research team concluded that percentage of canal occluded by lumbar disc herniation does not predict which patients will fail non-surgical care and require surgery. This finding is important because many spine surgeons still use the size of the lumbar disc herniation to determine if a patient is a candidate for surgery. While the findings from the previously mentioned study suggest that 9 in 10 lumbar disc herniation patients can avoid surgery, is there any data to indicate that lumbar disc herniation patients might not respond well to surgical care if they do choose that route? A 2019 study investigated this question and reported that the persistence of leg pain may be a key factor. The authors reviewed 556 patient files over a three-year time frame and found that the moderate to severe leg pain at early post-surgical follow-up correlated with higher disability scores over time. This group of patients was more likely to have both a history of smoking and chronic low back pain. This makes some sense as smokers often face a greater risk for post-surgical complications, and many surgeons won't operate on smokers if they can avoid it. And a history of chronic back pain suggests other factors may be responsible for a patient's current pain and disability, not just the lumbar disc herniation. The good news is that treatment guidelines support chiropractic care as a non-surgical option for the lumbar disc herniation patient through a combination of spinal manipulation, mobilization, specific exercises, modalities, and nutritional recommendations. So thanks for listening to this podcast. This is your Sussex County chiropractor, Dr. Will Holdsworth from Pain Relief Chiropractic.